Yo, how's it going? Welcome back to the Gust of Wind podcast. Steuben here, as always, joined by my co-host, GazerBeam2K. Gazer, how is it going today, my man? Yo, what's cracking, Stu? Um, I'm doing well, man. Uh, it's it's Monday. You know, normally we do this on a Sunday, but it's Monday. I had to go to work today. Um, school's almost out. I work at the school district. We'll be done in like a matter of weeks, man. About three weeks, and I got the summer off. So I'm, a, I'm a Pokemon all day. What's going on your way, though? So it worked today. Our Astral Radiance product did not show up as it was supposed to. Um, rumors of some distributors having a little bit of a hard time getting the product in and allocations uh, being a little bit more strict than normal. So not looking forward to that, especially with the regionals next month and uh, NAIC using Astral Radiance. And we're stuck in a state of like super inflated pre-release prices right now. Yeah, Milwaukee's going to be, um, Milwaukee's going to have uh, Astro Radiance legal as well, right? Yeah, Milwaukee, uh, then the next weekend right after NAIC, uh, and Emily and I are both going to both of these. They're opening more slots to uh, Milwaukee tomorrow evening, so she is going to be home and hopefully attempting to get into it, so uh, but she'll probably just go as a spectator no matter what, so. That, that'll be fun. I would love to go as a spectator. I would just, I just can't wait to go next year. But if you need some pre-release kits, man, I got two right here, Sue. I'll send them to you. Only, no, I need uh, some pal- I need some Palkias, some uh, they might be in here. They might be in here. I'll send it to you uh, about $60 a piece. How's that say? 60 bucks. I'm, I'm good. I'll get a booster box whenever it shows up, and then I'll buy singles. Oh, jeez. I'm opening these up on stream one day, man. Uh, quick story before we get to our guests. Um, I was trying to do my first pre-release, what, a couple weeks ago, right? A couple Fridays ago. Um, my local guy, he got sick. Uh, I, didn't, I had no way to you know, contact him at the time. I went to the shop. Me and Jazzy got there at midnight. Nothing was there, so that sucked. I found him on Facebook, finally talked to him a little bit. He invited me to a Facebook group. Turns out that whole weekend, other shops were doing pre-release tournaments and pre-release. And I missed everything, literally. But then he messaged me anyway. He said he got sick, but he couldn't have done it anyway because his product hadn't come in yet. I was like, oh, that sucks. So he didn't know it was going to be Yeah, that's happening. But no, no, but no, here's this. It did come in. Because that Monday, he sent, sent me a picture of it. He said he was going to have a uh, have it for the tournament. We have a local tournament every Wednesday. He said he'll have it for the tournament. You know, could sell them. It did come in. It's just, it went to the uh, the warehouse. He thought it got uh, dropped off and delivered to him. So he said it was sitting in the warehouse for like two weeks. Okay. So he could have did something with it. But I, 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 bought, I bought about six of those things. <laughs> and then Jazzy, my wife, she bought about two. We got one from Anaya. We got a pretty decent hit. Check out my YouTube channel if you want to see the hit. Yeah, wow. You uploading on YouTube. Wow, I'm I, shocked. It, it happens once a month. So, you know, once a month. By the time this video goes live, uh, I will have hit uh, 1,100 subs on YouTube. So, Congrats. I'm pretty stoked about I've that. I've been seeing the, uh, the, the steady rise. It's gone from 11, what's it, 11.03, 11.04, 11.05. It's been rising, and I've seen it. Yeah, we're getting there. We're getting there. Yeah. <laughs> but enough about uh, our little uh, chit chat and nonsense. Uh, we are joined by Mike Pianca, who got 13th place at the New Jersey Regionals this Sorry. past weekend. Mike, welcome on into the pod. How's it going? Thank you guys for having me. It's going pretty good. Um, little salty about the non top eight um, <laughs> tying the last round, but you know things happen oh yeah we're gonna get you said this was your uh your your first ever uh irl pokemon event though right like for regional yeah 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 so your first regional to make it all the way that way in in 18 years i mean that's that's still uh you know a long time so 
yeah, I mean, I'm happy about my performance and, uh, you know, honestly, having Pokemon trading card game online is such a big help in preparation for testing. Um, all the limitless tournaments, always fun. So you haven't been testing on live, uh, PTCGO? Yep, PTCGO and, uh, you know, a couple no, 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 locals. No, I, I don't think you heard me. I said you haven't been testing on PTCGL. Oh, God, no. <laughs> oh, God, no. Uh, I mean, they need to scrap that whole project. That's what Stu uh, said, too. Yeah. Uh, it's I, think, <laughs> I think it's bad. And they they posted out a little bit ago on Twitter today that, like, oh, we're, we're taking this and PTCGO down for maintenance to add Astral Radiance. And then, like, all the comments about PTCGL are just like, take it down, burn <laughs> the establishment, down. <laughs> grab your torches and pitchforks. <laughs> Like it's yeah it's, yeah I I'm I think they just need to get it like they they hi, they fired developers and hired new ones and like what the heck's happening with this? No one knows. They don't know. I I mean I could I could probably expect it back in about a year. Playable I thought it state. would be out for this set. I thought it would you know but when it, when it, when the beta first dropped it said hey it'll be out for this set you know two sets from now it'll be out for this that didn't happen and it's not I don't think it's close is it? I mean I'm in the software industry. I mean, I'll say a year. I think a year before we see yeah. something. I think they need a year, one hundred percent, or just to scrap it and rewrite PTCGO. Yeah, I mean, you had um, the blueprint, right? PTCGO wasn't horribly, you know, broke. I mean, it had issues, but it was. It has, like- yeah, it has issues, but you know, it's it's more visually appealing. It's easier to follow along. Mm-hmm. The cards look like cards. Uh, the utility of like dragging and dropping stuff makes sense yeah. how it is in PTCGO with we at live not having that so it, it they need to figure out a way to bring like the crafting and the manufacturing into PTCGO and just call it a day I shouldn't get my hot take about uh, crafting again should I no let's that is got that, cut and never ratings? published bad for- <laughs> that 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 little half an hour bit you and nine card had got yeeted deleted and never will never be seen again man, release the Snyder George cut, man. George Lucas couldn't even get it out of the, the vault, bro. <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> but no, we are joined by Mystic Mike or um, Majestic Mike or uh, Mike Pianca. There's an inside joke there if you guys haven't caught that. Mike, how yeah, you doing? And, how are you, doing? Uh, you just got back. Tell me what's on your mind, man. Um, I think it's really good that uh, we're finally done with this three month era of just Arceus and counter Arceus and everybody just playing dark packages in their deck to beat Mew. Uh, fresh blood into the game. It's really good that that was the final regional of that. We'll actually get to see a little more new creativity. Uh, breathes right back into the game. Yeah, I think uh, it, it's been weird. It's been good and weird at the same time Like, because it's made so many like random VMAXs just have a shot and you were able to dust off some like borderline bulk to be able to play again with That's like sweet. random stuff. Uh, I mean, like, Arceus and a three dollar card, it can win. Yeah, I mean, we've seen it do well with Malamar and Corviknight and Sandaconda and Charizard, which was never a three dollar card, but you get what I mean. Uh, I mean, Corviknight's great. Um, I played straight Arceus over the weekend with just one baby Moltres and a Hoopa V. Um, on the way there, I played and beat three of them, two of them 2-0. I mean, it's really cool, and the deck ran really smooth. 
I'll, I'll say that. Um, but there's also those hiccups of you having to drop Luminian, Crobat Vs on the field. Um, and then, you know, cost two, two of the three players playing it because they wanted to draw more cards, so they dropped Crobat VMAX onto the field. And that just left room. I finished both game twos with um, a Crobat VMAX, VMAX going down to a choice um, baby Moltres hitting for 300. <laughs> yeah, it's really frail. Only 300 HP. That Bowser game. There's two cards. Well, one just came out, or one to be out um, this week with Astral Radiance. Um, that Thievel, right? When your opponent gets down to two prizes, they can't boss any of your uh, bench V Pokemon. Yeah, that's, that's maybe that Thievel so slides niche. in somewhere. It is kind of niche. Maybe it slides in. And the other card is a uh, what supporter is that? That's coming out in our September set that lets you discard a uh, bench Pokemon on your on your bench. Uh, it discards a benched V only. Only a V. Oh shoot. Okay. Well. Yeah. 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 I mean that that can be that can be useful. Um, over the weekend, caught a lot of people off guard with uh, Collapse Stadium. Hasn't mm -hmm. been seeing too much play over like Training Court in most decks. So um, won a won a few key games just by getting Crobat off my bench, uh, making sure their bench was tight. Uh, I mean, bench control and, you know, being able to remove can be pretty key, but that being a supporter, I don't think it'll really matter that much. Yeah, I doubt it. But, yeah, you, you know, it gives you some, you know, utility in that if that's really it. something, you know, somebody worries about or if it becomes like a big thing, you know. But, I mean, Crowbat's on the way out anyway. But we have Luminion to worry about. We have... Uh, isn't a Rangaroo like... No, Rangaroo gets you tools, huh? Never no. Uh, Rangaroo, yeah, yeah isn't... It's, it's cool... Cool for like Honchkrow Pachirisu is like a one off or whatever, but even that's still a meme deck. I don't think that's ever gonna get like serious play. I think Honchkrow gets played by itself, but I mean that's a that's a different sort for stonks. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Here we go. Hot take two point <laughs> Don't sleep on the crow. So, man. Don't sleep on the crow. So we're going to shift into our six prize turn. We're going to ask you six random questions. Normally, Gazer and I have them written down and we're prepared in advance, but we're going to take it to uh, whose line is it anyway stats and do an improv. improv. Imp so it's literally six random improv. questions. Six random. Okay. So this is the six randomest questions uh, that we'll ask you. Uh, just give us your first honest answer. Um, they may or may not be related to Pokemon in any shape or form. Are you ready? I'm ready to go. All right, what sleeves, deck box, and playmat did you use this weekend? I used the Master Battle Set playmat, the Player's Choice white, pearl white sleeves, and the 1996 first release deck box in Japan. Okay, Twitter or Instagram? Uh, Instagram. Pizza or roast beef? Pizza yeah. all day, um, every day. I mean, that's that's a no-brainer. Um the Dene GX or Crobat V? The Dene GX. All day. Alright, Lele or Jirachi? Lele for those attacks. I like that. Okay, one. cool. Um Okay, did you watch the, did you watch the Pokemon anime back in the day? I did. I watched like the probably the first couple seasons. Okay. Brock or Tracy? I don't even know who Tracy is. Okay, we'll go with Brock then. <laughs> All right, that's a well. roasted. That's a slight to Tracy. Poor Tracy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tracy, uh, he was a, be... the guy from the Orange Islands. He drew pictures. He had a Meryl. He had like an old Scyther. Oh, then Brock. I love uh, Brock's. Brock's such a perv. I love it. Come on. 
Oh yeah, they they like really dubbed uh, Brock down pretty hard uh, when it comes to like the Western releases of all that kind of stuff. And I mean, he was always going after the same two women. Yeah, Nurse Joy oh, and Jenny? Officer Jenny. Oh, like okay. just. I, they even made like songs that got yeah, that's, that's what cut I'm... or whatever and put in somewhere else. So Jenny O Jenny Joy O Joy, uh, it's insane. Yeah, Brock, I remember those. Brock would get canceled nowadays, wouldn't he? I think that's why you'll never see Brock other than like a cameo appearance and like he made an appearance stuff. in a recent anime, but you know he's not a uh, perving like he used to. So yeah, yeah I mean, <laughs> did did he uh, bag a uh, Nurse Joy or an officer? I don't think he bagged anybody other than himself. <laughs> uh, so uh, you're the first person to not say you were using Dragon Shield sleeves, and I feel slightly offended by that. I personally hate Dragon Shields most out of all sleeves. Oh, you said my takes were hot. Listen oh. to this guy. Oh yeah, so this is. Um, this is... I don't like. So... I don't like their corners. They they are pretty easily bent. Um, number one, most of them. And then their non-matte sleeves are pretty bad. Their matte sleeves are not that great. Wow. Um, but I prefer non-matte sleeves. So just so you know, Mike, you're not going to get that Dragon Seal, uh promote. Uh, they're not going to promote you, just so you know that. They're not going to sponsor you, just so you're aware. I'll take the player's choice sponsorship all day. <laughs> I think you're the only Pokemon player that has said they like player's choice sleeves in the history of ever. And that just might be like the Yu-Gi-Oh! background that you and I talked about a little bit before we uh, started recording. So... Uh, that that does have a major role in it. I mean, I think, the, feel, yeah. the feel of them, they, they're, they're not meant for more than one tournament. No. But they feel uh, amazing for that one whole tournament. The, old, the, old, the Yu-Gi-Oh! strat of PC Whites and a Spellground playmat. Like, that was that was a strat where you could just fan out your entire discard pile and, like, pick and choose. I did, I did do a lot of fanning on my discard pile. Yeah. Ah. Relinquish. I'm having P- I'm, ha- I'm having PTSD, man. We gotta stop. Relinquish. Is that a, is that, is that a Yu-Gi-Oh set? Yeah. 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 Uh, all right. Uh, okay. <laughs> Let me ask one question. Do you still follow it a little bit? Uh, not at all. It's a horrible okay. game. So if I told you that they, if they, if I told you they unban Yadagarasu and Change of Heart, would you believe me? I did see that post on okay. one of my friends' pages. I um I dug through my stuff and I found a Yana that I'm planning on selling it while it's like way up there. Change of heart. It's at uh, 300, 300 bucks right now. Yeah. Change of heart got up there. Yeah, for the first time oh, yeah. in seventeen oh, years. Yeah. Gosh. Yeah. All right. No more Yu Gi Oh. We're gonna we're gonna make Will. Uh, <laughs> I, I Will played when Change too, of Heart was excited. a thing. It got unbanned. <laughs> yeah. Man. Yep. It did. Um, so yeah, that, that's pretty much it for the questions and the answers and the, like the follow up with all that. So yeah, you handled that pretty well. You handled that pretty well. So basically now we'll talk a little bit about, uh, your deck selection, why you played it this weekend and how you feel that if it will attempt to shift it, are you going to Vancouver? First of all, I got to ask that. Uh, no, I didn't actually get the wave of registration in time for either NAIC. Um, I probably wouldn't go to Vancouver. Missed Indy as well. Or Milwaukee, whatever that okay. was. Yeah. yeah, well, I mean, Milwaukee and uh, NAIC will be Astro Radiance legal, so uh, definitely a big shake-up in the format for for that. You missed Milwaukee? Um, oh, man. If, 
so theoretically, if you were to go to Vancouver this coming weekend, would you play the same 60? Uh, no. Um, what would you change or would you play something completely different? So I would only leave in uh, Baby Moltres as my dark package. Um, I don't expect really um, that much Urshifu. Um, so leaving the Hoopa V out would be a good call. Um, I think though Mew is still going to be pretty prevalent because more people are just kind of forgetting about it enough to where it's starting to you know gain some momentum and uh, they're not really running heavy enough uh, dark or even counters like path um, you know I had people scoff at me playing path this weekend and going oh man everybody's playing training court now it's like well the whole path situation, it's so good against the Zapdos V and yeah. and, Mew and other Arceus decks. I mean, while playing the most rounded deck possible with the least bad matchups, uh, that's why I went with straight Arceus. Um, I took out most of the inconsistency cards that were more techish, like Avery um, and stuff like that. And it, actually putting in Melanie again with Raihan, adding three water energies, putting the energy search in, because hitting that turn one energy drop, or even if you have to get forced into a turn two, um, I'm going to have the cards for it. I'm going to be able to play the game. Okay. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's a very versatile list. I looked it over. I like it a lot. So I can see where you're definitely, thinking. Uh, I can see where, where your thought process was with, with the Hoopa V, you know. You see Arceus slap, you know, get slapped down. You put down a hoop of V, you charge it up, and then you're just one shot in Arceus. Arceus, 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 who's Arceus? <laughs> and no uh, I mean that that um, the Arceus matchup. I mean, hoop of V just auto wins it. Um, I mean, there's not really much they can do. As soon as they drop it down on the board, they don't they don't see your hoop of V. You play it after they do their mm -hmm. keep calling, put at least one out on the board. Um, like even giving up, do I grab a Dunsparce and a Hoopa V, or do I grab a Sablo and a Hoopa V and leave my Arceus vulnerable? I'll leave my Arceus vulnerable all day, making sure that I have plays afterwards, let them take those two prizes, and then I'll take three, and then we'll keep going at it. Yeah, I, I think uh, just letting it go down uh, is honestly a good call. I saw a lot of decks this weekend play Ditto, um and like the fear of like okay cool if you take it down at least ditto can become whatever mm -hmm. that you took down and uh, i can reuse it and that's a cool that's a cool way of thinking but then like you're just kind of trapped in that mindset and if you don't do it then ditto is just another free two prizes for your opponent yeah um i mean one of the big plays especially with mew is to leave Arceus out um put the hoop of v charge it up making sure that they're going to go for that hoop of v to take those two prizes to leave your Arceus free and then you're just going to be dropping your um, your baby Moltres right afterwards. So even if you, they take the first knockout on a Arceus, you have a second Arceus benched, and then you go for the Hoopa V to charge up, and that leaves them two prizes. They've taken two prizes and two prizes. You hit with the baby Moltres, and then scoop it back up with Clara and do it again for game. Yeah, they just take shot. six that way. Yeah. Yeah, so Hoopa V becomes the, the bait in that so that you can just win. I like that line of thinking. It's pretty good. It is.
So overall, uh, your experiences, uh, since it was your first one in 18 years, basically, um, I mean, you would have been a real, real little one at that point in time playing in regionals back then. So it's a whole different ball game compared to. I, I actually won now. Two. Oh, two nice. Whoa, 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 whoa. Let's, let's, okay, let's review the history then. Um, Mike, when exactly did you start playing? Um, when I was 10 years old, um, I started playing. That was, you know, base set. Um, when I was 13, two weekends in a row, same deck. Um, one, two regionals. I forget what they were called exactly back then. And then Nintendo took back a license for from Wizards of the Coast, and they canceled Worlds that year. Lost wow. my invite. So then I quit and started playing Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> okay. And now you're back. How'd you get back into the game, into Pokemon? I've always followed it here and there, um, playing on PTCGO um, out, of, out of boredom. I mean, it's always been a, a great tool to just have some fun games here and there. Uh, I more so got into it right before COVID while I was back in school for IT. Um you know, playing in class, actually. Um, that was the format with uh, Zation, <laughs> which uh, I picked up that deck, played with it, you know, felt really comfortable, and then started picking up Steam, and I was like, you know what, I'm going to try IRL again once COVID's coming back. Uh, went to a few local tournaments, okay. um, met, met the new awesome community, and then headed to the regionals right on so you've enjoyed it pretty much uh like a renaissance basically for you at this point right oh yeah i mean uh from coming from like competitive card game background switching back over to pokemon i mean i, I feel like the game's really healthy um compared to like different different state of the game when uh it was more tag teams i played a little bit of that i didn't really like that um but the game's fun it's it's worth taking a look into especially on the competitive level where the game's at right now so many wide variety of decks that are playable i mean yeah, you can play yeah, a lot of different stuff yeah i feel like you can honestly like just look through your cards like oh this is actually have synergy with something else and you're like yeah play it with this and this and this and you can actually I mean perform and, and get through you can just sell someone something uh, with arceus right i call arceus barbecue sauce it goes with anything oh uh, I, I i don't know about the future of arceus but i mean it's a solid stable card um with palkia coming into the mix it's okay you're gonna have to play around it like you play around um suicune currently but the great thing about that is that it can't one-shot you like Suicune if you play around, okay, which so is really, really nice. With Palkia coming in, which you know drops this week, you think it's going to affect the play of Arceus? Um, it might. Uh, a lot of a lot of players feel like it's more of a nice flowing deck, which it can be. Um, <clears throat> but you're going to be hitting for max, what, 260, uh, mm -hmm. 290 with a belt, and then... You can hit that number with the um, the quick shooting ability for 310, that magic 310, um, which will be nice. But it takes a lot of setup 
you have a lot of comeback potential because of that, you know, charge from the discard for three to whereas Arceus has to get that attack off. You got to charge up another one. Um, so whereas you can have a bare board and Palkia can just use that ability to charge up three energy. That's true. Yeah. It's, it's really versatile in the ways that it can be teched out. Like I've been playing with Starmie and people are like, Oh, that's stupid. Don't do it. But like I just had so much fun with Starmie so far. Like, I mean, especially like against if they're like not sure what they're doing and they over like over accelerate energy with their Arceus or whatever, just Starmie just comes in and just cleans house. Yeah. Arceus goes three energy, three energy on the bench. I play, I, I, I play i play starmie it's an instant ko yeah yeah you can hit 300 or 330 or whatever i mean like it's it's insane or higher i mean it's like it's unlimited and it's got free retreat too like i love i love the pivot of it too so and then the having that awesome little play if like hey i want to uh you you had a late start you didn't put down your sobbles fast enough now i can throw down my radiant greninja charge up three energy and pop two of them on the bench. Yeah. And that, that just kills your whole flow. Yeah, there's a lot of different ways to play. And I've even seen like people use Luminion as an attacker with it too. Wow. Yeah. So I'm not, I'm not uh, wasting my, my V Star ability on Luminion. I, I can't do it. I can't I can't. I mean you have you have access to Melanie and everything else too. Just because it's water. Rihon, I guess. But I just Yeah, yeah. You have you have access to a bunch of different stuff. I can't. It <laughs> It feels it feels almost like toolboxy itself on its own. I can see that. I can see that. So Palki is a really solid deck with a lot of like easy combos, a lot of different routes of play. Um, even more so than Arceus does now with Inteleon and everything like that. Um, I just like the flow of the deck, but I hate the Inteleon line. I just want it to go away and rotate. It would be really nice. I'm I'm already planning ahead for next season, which that's where I'm going to go for points, do my worlds okay. worlds chase, and uh, have a couple decks already lined up for the start of that format. Okay, Steven, this guy has more hot takes than I do, man. I'm, I mean, people are tired of it. I I get it. Um, it's it's a successful and proven engine. It, it does it what it does. it does. Exactly. It, it, it does what yes, it needs to be done. It, it works. It, it works. And I feel like, sure, it also, like, it, it gives to creativity for deck building, but at the same time, like, it takes away at the same time. If you get what I mean by and that. I, like, those those I, nine I, slots, those nine he, slots, that's just, it's a lot. It's a, it's a heavy toll. You can't exactly, it, it allows people to play one-ofs and not get punished for it i mean that's not what pokemon's always been it's always been like a way way your way your chances and play a lot of copies of a card so that you can draw it a lot and not have a lot of variety just kind of bare bones this is what the deck does i'm gonna yeah. do that and we saw that in the finals match um where uh the the runner-up just started with all these one-ups and could never get moving <clears throat> two games in a row and basically just got pulverized. Yeah. You can get really punished for the way that the style of decks are with the Inteleon line. Uh, but it could go the opposite way and you can have a, the craziest, like amazing game you've yeah. ever had in your life. You have all those tech cards, you know, at your disposal, as long as you don't draw them and you can search them. I think it's more uh, 
I, I don't know. I think it's more useful than not useful. I, I, you're right. The one ofs, if you end up with too many of those in your hand, you don't need them. You know, they're situational. I don't need this uh, choice belt right now. I don't need this air balloon. I don't need this tool scrapper. I, I understand that part. But just to have that ability to ask, the, you know, have access to them whenever you need them, it's just, it's powerful, man. But don't get me wrong. I like Vivero too, as an engine as well. Yeah, I, I just look at it as a deck building standpoint. I've always loved uh, deck building in any game and creativity of it. Um, and I think it takes away from the general, like, overall deck building because it allows you to just kind of have a consistent line to where you don't have to make these really hard choices yeah, of what what really uh, should be in your deck. Yeah, that's uh, it's always been a big thing about deck building. And like when Versus Seeker was in format for the longest time, people were able to just play, oh, well, I'll just play Battle Compressor and all these one-off supporters and I'll never be punished for it because I've got four Versus Seeker. <laughs> yeah. It's it's sort of the same sort of the same situation or whatever with that. Like, you know, now you see us playing, you know, anywhere between two to four copies of Boss's Orders. But when, when it was just Lysander back then, they only played one, maybe two, maybe two. and they had four Versus Seeker. And then like you theoretically had access to six uh or or more copies depending on whatever else your deck was built around at the time so it's um it's weird uh sometimes i get it though no, and i feel was... like it i feel like too with like i played a lot of jolteon i played a lot of ice rider mm -hmm. uh i've been playing a lot of different arceus decks and honestly like they've all had the intellion line in it and um I'm ki I, I am kind of bored of it i'm not gonna lie i played a lot of jolteon and ice rider right along with you i have um over 300 games on PTCGO PT logged in with uh, Jolteon and maybe 150 with Ice Rider. And I was using the Inteleon engine pretty heavy. And it, you're right, Mike, and uh, Steuben, it, it gets you to the point where you're not punished for anything. You know, I don't, I, I'm not worried about, you know, if I have to draw into it because I just, I have I have a level ball. Here we go. I need, oh, I need that. Here it is. So I don't have to make any tough decisions. I don't, I don't have to think of a different strategy or a different, you know, line of way, you know, line of uh, play or way to win. I just, I need what I hear right here. And it's that's cool. It's fun, but it's also a little less uh I don't wanna say it's not I don't say it's brain dead, but it's just it doesn't it doesn't take up the strategy in a way. I don't know. But I know what you're saying. So uh um, with go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. I'm I'm happy to see Marnie go. I'm happy to see um really any disruption that's really worth anything go along with that line. Of the Intelli online, so you know, I'll, I'll be happy to see Bibberals and you know, four copies of Professor again. So, yeah, I'm guessing I... you're not a, a big fan of uh, Roxanne. Uh, Roxanne, it's not not too highly playable. I mean, you can draw it dead so often, more more so than not. Yeah, I mean, in a in a world where uh, Bibberell is like uh, a two two in every deck, uh, Roxanne is uh, kind of pointless. I, you you Roxanne me, oh I just gosh. go back to five. Oh my god! Yeah, I can't. It's Roxanne's really good against the Intellion decks if you know like all their ball search and like scoop up nets are all gone. You know, I can't, I can't uh, believe this. I can't believe, but, I can't believe this. Yeah, um, I think Roxanne will probably be a, a one of at most in some decks until until rotation, and then we'll see what happens. Because I mean, we still have Dark Phantasma, Phantasma, and whatever else the other half of that set is. Um, so we still don't know everything that'll be out by rotation or two. And again, yet it still has yet to be announced 
Um, so we'll see how they adjust and how they handle it. I mean, we just expect to go e block on with battle styles. So that's it's just it's just assumed at this point, you know. So we'll see we'll see how they handle it if they wait a little bit longer or or what, you know. It's always almost been late August, uh, early September, but if they haven't put an announcement out yet, it makes me wonder a little bit. Yeah, we know where, where the, we know where this is going. It's yeah, gonna, it's going to get announced. It's going to be E Block. It's going to be Battle Styles. Um, Pokemon does, you know, uh, a few sets where it's like I don't want to say a gimmick, but you know, it's something special. You know, they had, you know, Battle Styles and Fusion Strike and Single Strike. You know, and that was that was a thing. And now it's you know, uh, the V Stars. That's going to be a thing for this year. And it's it, it's next year's going to be something completely different. And it's you know it goes yeah. it, it goes in waves. Every 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 year at Worlds, there's they've always announced like the yeah. next big thing or whatever. So we'll see if. First of all, we probably have to get more of uh, information about Scarlet and Violet, the video games in general, first. And then then they'll be like, all right, cool. Here's your cover legendaries. Oh, by the way, here's their their X Max cards or whatever. I don't, I'm just making up some dumb name at this point in time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We went from V, W, X, Y, Z to A, B, C or something. You know, I, I don't know. Whatever. These are BT cards. BT. No. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping it goes more towards back the the GX era to where yeah, you have a, 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 nor, a, a yeah a normal prizer. basic yeah single prizer uh, to where you won't get punished for just putting it down beforehand to evolve into. I mean, that was a fair format where you got say six to seven turns each, and it was more strategic. You got to play your game. Um, you know, you weren't as punished on turn one as you are now. Yeah, I don't know how they'll handle it, especially with like how how well like the V's, V Maxes, V Stars just just sell just sell product. So between like their you know their money side of it and the the game balancing side of it, who knows what's really going to happen? But yeah. I don't think we'll ever get to go back to like a truly single prize format. I think that's not ever possible no. with the way they design everything anymore. Like we're probably going to be lucky and hopefully get some sort of two prize mechanic and then it's... never to print another three prize yeah, again. I think they might be done with three prizes, but you don't think a uh... GX is sold that well. I, I say those tag teams sold extremely well. The tag teams did way better than the uh, the GXs that you evolve into because I mean, if you think about it, like some of the best ones, other than like Garden Gar- War, like they were either stage ones or they were just basic GXs. Zorark. Zorark was a stage one, yeah. Yeah. So Zorark, Galissapod, Lycanroc, you know. They, yeah, was... I mean, I, li- I like the stage one GX. It, it, it wasn't often that you had a, a stage two GX that like was really relevant. Like I could think of Gardevoir and Silgalio, the uh, the Turbo Strike or whatever. Oh yeah, that was that was a crazy deck. That's that. And that's literally I can't think of any other stage two GX that like was relevant whatsoever. What if I told you I won over a hundred games on PTCGO using Primarina GX? I mean, oh, I thought you were going to say 100 games total. I, I, I mean, I would ask you what your ELO was at the time, Gazer, and if you were playing against two-year-olds or what. Like, that's that's the that's the more important question on that hey, one. Hey, Primarina, Aqua Patch, it was a thing, man. At least for me, it was. Yeah. All right. Sure. You seem more. You seem. You seem more of like a Dark Patch kind of guy. I, I'm so excited for Dark Patch. I can't wait till tomorrow on PTCGO. I can't wait till. I play in real life on Wednesday. I can't wait till it's legal everywhere. I'm, oh, Dark Patch. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited. Dark yeah, Patch I got an Astral Radiance box tournament tomorrow. So that'll be nice. Wait, wait, like a uh, whole entire box? 
Are they yep. allowing uh, proxies for this? Pro or, proxy, or proxies okay. are allowed. Hey, yeah. Um, our our locals that we stream from is not allowing proxies, and they're doing their cup style tournament this Saturday, and the locals Thursday. And it honestly kind of feels like a slap in the face to a lot of the people who just can't afford these pre-release prices. Like I told you earlier, Soup, and I have a couple of pre-release, uh, you know, build and battle I mean, boxes right I, here. I don't, I don't, I don't, if you, if I don't play. I, I cast and commentate them. So, I mean, I mean like, it, just if you, if you don't even, 60 bucks a piece, uh, 70, to, you know, or, or best offer, whatever, you know, whatever, 80, I don't know. They've, just... got, they've got, they've got plenty of uh, product for sale. I just don't want to pay, you know, $200 for a Palkia line. I don't. I don't. I like. Yeah. I didn't. I never wanted to pay two hundred dollars for a mu a mu line, in Genesex. I never wanted to do that. Because uh, I mean, look at it now. We can get Genesex on you, the phone. But um, you can you can you can get the whole mu deck under under hundred dollars now, well, man. Now they're all can, like yeah. they're average like twenty twenty one dollars for the V Max. You get three of those. Your Genesex are under five dollars. Your mu's are under five dollars. You're done. It's relatively uh, affordable now. So it sounds like you're um, taking mu to uh, Milwaukee. Uh, I I mean I have a list I've been testing with uh, shoes and Silene. Well, so I mean me and Mike are right here. If you want to leak some of the sauce and, and tell us what's that, going that's, on, that's that, that's pretty much it. Shoes and Silene. Like I'm just trying out new cards in it that uh, I've seen in uh, Japanese Champions Leagues and stuff. So and by shoes he means the new trekking shoes that comes out uh, yeah. this week for Astro Radiance. Yeah. So me not me not going to Worlds this year because starting in so late and not being able to get access to these tournaments with these crazy cutoffs um i mean i'm going to be hitting up just more streaming and testing and going and waiting to buy those cards like honestly mm -hmm. slow down a little bit um and then just you know be yeah able even to, uh, jump in next next season even the first like week or two for ptcgo is is, is going to be brutal i mean like especially with the dropping on uh, tomorrow and like our normal code guy um shout out the fury on um it's not even live on his uh, website yet, so I don't even think he knows. I'm gonna we're gonna have to message him after after the podcast tonight, Gazer. Like, hey, you know, uh, <laughs> he's mailing out some of the at, he's mailing out uh, orders right now, isn't he? He's just he's probably at the post office. Yeah, yeah. He, he, he probably like, does it from Stamps.com, right? He probably uses Stamps.com. Prints them out. I I mean I have no idea. Don't 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 give don't give that company free publicity on our podcast. They gotta pay us. Maybe they, maybe if we say their name enough, they'll start paying us. No, no, no. <laughs> I'll be I'll be playing some uh, Arceus. Raichu V for a couple weeks. Wait for those prices to go down a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I I think uh, that that's a solid choice with, with some like Raiko or whatever. I mean, um, we've seen that in the Japanese Champions Leagues yeah. too uh, pop up. I just need some so or uh, get get myself some you know inflated priced uh, flying Pikachu's. Make those <laughs> make those prices go up on PTCGO. Crush kids with it. I've been seeing a lot of those anyway. Um, the guy at my local just uh. The guy who runs the shop in my local, he wanted to uh, want me to come and test with him Friday. So I went over there Friday, and he was playing Flying Pikachu Arceus. He said he felt like this is the new wave, this is the new thing. I'm like, if you say so. Yeah, uh, Surfing Pikachu Arceus. Uh, I mean, that's a runner-up in a Japanese surfing, tournament, yeah. so it uses the same water energy as like you can with the Intelli Online, anyways, and yeah. Melanie and all that kind of nonsense. He was so Surfing Pikachu because it could hit that weakness for Palkia, and I guess. I guess everyone's feeling like Palkia is going to be a huge thing. I think it will. The thing I'm kind of lukewarm on, and I might want your opinion on this, you know, a card that you're kind of not too uh, it, about. It is the 
the most juicy new card. Well, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm down with Palkia. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm buying into it now. But a card that had so much hype and it's kind of died off now is a Darkrai. I don't think that's going to be that hot. What do you think, Mike? Uh, I I think it took its probably only win in Japan over the weekend. Yeah. And uh, I think you know that might stir up a little little hype for like three days until people realize out. it's still bad. <laughs> yeah, and they're, also, they're also playing uh, the Radiant Hisui and Sneasler that we don't even have access to. And they relied more heavily on wheezing than they did actual Darkrai for, for that kind of stuff. They wanted to do you know the the poison and, and ability stall out and mm-hmm. set up the other wheezing that doubled the energy and stuff like that. And I like I like the wheezing line. That's fine, but that sees that Sneasler makes all the difference there to where that like the the severe poison from wheezing can actually KO like Sobbles and stuff to where now it can't. So, um, it's it's in a weird place. I don't think I don't think it'll do as good, um in the in the western world not not so much not so much uh it's just uh i think the the stage is set for palkia um arceus is still going to be there um with with whatever variant that you feel will do well i mean it's just too versatile not to see play and you you might even see some like palkia ice rider just uh (laughs) while while that while you know arceus is still doing well um i mean it, it gives it a little bit better of a boost than Arceus Ice Rider just because you have that, that ability that you can grab it from the discard. You don't have to waste that attack first. Yeah, the synergy's definitely there. Yeah, I can see that. That definitely works. Now, can I interest you in uh, Ice Rider Bibberil? No. <laughs> Never. I don't, I don't want to play against your Bibberil deck again. I'm trying to tell y'all it could work, man. I'm trying to tell y'all. Uh, give a little context to the rest of the world that doesn't know what, you're not, what you guys are talking about. Um, so I played... Uh, I think it was last uh, last week or the week before. Yeah. Um, I think it was round four. He was three zero as well. Uh, so was I. And then he went on a nice losing streak with his uh, Bibberol deck because that's like all I saw. I that's all I saw. I was he, he, he popped out two Bidoofs, and I'm like, all right. He benched his third Bidoof, <laughs> and, and uh, I just took those three quick, three quick knockouts. I t- I messaged him. I said, hey, thanks for playing my uh, Beaver deck. <laughs> busted, busted beaver. <laughs> but no, oh, okay, uh, Mike, man, I, I've known Mike for a few months now. He played in uh, my last big uh, tournament online, the Gazebean Tourney of Dreams uh, 4, which was sponsored by, uh, shout out to uh, Lone Star Pack Breaks. But um, he played in that tournament. Mike, you didn't do that well, did you? I don't even remember. I don't think you did that well, but uh, I saw you were streaming. Yeah, Gazer, I don't even remember. I, th- I, th- I think I, hate you I think I made. I think I made top eight. Did you? I don't remember. I, I thought lost. you didn't do that well. Or, or top sixteen, something like oh, that. Shoot. Well, okay, you didn't. Man, you're you're just a winner, aren't you? Uh, with with Arceus and Talion, yes. Uh, so I played it day one of legality when everybody was like, "What do you team it up with?" And I'm like, "Why not just search for any card you want at all times." <laughs> And uh, I've been playing it ever since. Yeah, it was pretty busted when, you know, people realized that, you know, Sharon could be like a thing. Like, wait, wait a minute. I could pick this up with Sharon. Yes, yes, she can. I think I think that tournament was, I think, one of your Gazer Beam tournaments was like a couple days <clears throat> into the format. And uh, I topped mm-hmm. with it. It was. It was. It was a few days into the format. But, yeah, um, I remember you were streaming. And I went. To, I popped on one of your games, you know, on stream. I was like, hey, we're watching, uh, what's this? who's this? Miss mystical mike mystic mike okay watching mystic <laughs> he's been mike calling here. me mystic ever since <laughs> since he can't read oh man but yeah like we're watching mystic mike here and then he came into the chat it's like hey actually it's a majestic mike 
Yeah, I'm gonna go with Mystic Mike. That's we're gonna stick with Mystic. So he's been Mystic ever since, man. But no, Mike, man, I um to trans to to top in a in your first you know big event like this in a long time, your first IRL event you know in a long time. Uh, what kind of emotions were you feeling, man? Like I I watched the game you had on stream. Were you nervous when you found out you're gonna be on stream? Like how'd that go? I actually asked not to be on stream because what? I didn't want to wear a ridiculous shirt. So, okay. They uh, basically, if you that. have any, if you have any kind of symbol other than like a plain shirt, um, they make you put on a Pokemon shirt that they supply you. You get to keep the shirt. Ooh. Hopefully, you get a good one. But uh, I got a Mega Absol shirt, baby blue. I seen the baby blue. I seen that. I didn't know what was on there. And uh, they also put tape on my hat, which was, uh, you know, pretty, pretty, pretty uh, slick. Black piece of tape. <laughs> so they um, come to you and they said, hey, uh, Michael, uh, we would like to, you know, stream your game. You're like, no, please, for the love of Arceus, no. Yeah, I think I was playing table three at the time, and they came over after we shuffled through, did all that, and kind of disrupted it i mean i was already in like a good mindset and good mood um i was actually pretty calm and uh feeling really good and uh that kind of turned it around and was really more of an annoyance than anything normally people are really excited they're like oh my god this is my uh five seconds of fame <laughs> to get up uh, on the stream and uh do all that but yeah, I I know a lot of people like because uh, I did like a little bit of a vod review on stream last night and people are like, oh, well, I don't want to be on there. I'm like, well, you signed up for the tournament, didn't you? Sucks to be you. You're, you're doing what they tell you to do at this point. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. You, you, sign, you sign you sign over your rights. Yeah, yeah. Right when you, when you, sign, when you yep you you check you check off those boxes on Arcanine and uh, it's just part of the whole process. Your so rights, your likeness, your. Uh... And it was more so of. Uh... I have a really big, bad stream curse that was going on for a long time in uh, Yu-Gi-Oh. Uh, I think I, eight out of eight streams I lost. Uh, four of them at four of them at nationals. <laughs> well, you're one out of one for winning uh, on Pokemon. So uh, oh yeah, so, there you go. Yeah, I beat that curse. That works. I'm I'm curious. So was there? So you you said it kind of you know changed your mindset a little bit. Um, it it seemed like you weren't really like rocked at all. Like you know you were fine. Um. During the end of that second game, what was your line of play there, if you remember, if you can go uh, just a little bit into that? So time got called as soon as uh, I finished resolving, I think, uh, or no, right before right before I was about to drop uh, Drizzle. Um, so my, mo my mode went from, all right, let's uh, take three knockouts. What am I going to attack? When I grabbed that boss, it just went, okay, now um, I'm going to boss up his, um, I forget, his Eldegoss. Boss up his Eldegoss, so he'd have to wait at least waste one attachment so he couldn't drop a baby Moltres on me um, without having to retreat out. And I looked uh, through his <clears throat> discard pile. I think he had dropped already three of his four uh, scoop-ups, so I felt pretty good about that call um took off the dunsparce with a scoop up um after i put a um, big charm on it and that limited his play right there to all right now i'm gonna have to either take a one turn 
knockout on Arceus somehow, which I saw no line of play for him to do that. He played the Zapdos and, down. Uh, no, he didn't play the Zapdos down game two. I didn't know he had prized but I'm saying he, but I'm saying his, he, he his has fighting Zapdos energy. He played, he played Zapdos in yeah. It's just Yeah, his one energy to it. Yeah, so I had been playing around that like I did in game one. Um, didn't know that he prized. He was he kept playing aggressively to try and get to that mm -hmm. through his prizes, taking all those one prize knockouts instead of playing um, back at all. So I mean, it being pretty much his last prize he would have grabbed uh, really affected the game. But that just that mode, I went from all right now make sure he doesn't win because I already won game one, and that was pretty easy. Um, was able to Charon's the Arceus that had damage on it from um, his owl and played the Dunsparce down, knowing even if he took that one prize, that's still a game for me, but protecting my Arceus. Yeah, I seen that random Dunsparce come down. I was like, why did he put the Dunsparce? I was like, oh, wait, he doesn't know he prized the fighting. Duh. I'm like, we know this. Yeah. He goes, oh, yeah. Duh. <laughs> like, what? I mean, so, I'm playing. I'm playing as if my opponent had everything. Yeah, and you're right, and that's that's the right line of play. But myself, you know, watching at home, like, what's he doing? He put the Dunsparce down. Why? Oh, oh, okay. He doesn't. Yeah. Know. So for those that don't know that are listening in, basically how time works in Pokemon is if you're up a game and you're in game two when time is called, uh, the person who won game one is going to be the winner of that match. So that how you how you handled that was really well. Yeah, I mean, having that experience, uh, time is not always my friend. Um, no. And, you know, just making sure that he can't win the game is all that it really comes down to. I no longer have to take prizes. I need to make sure he doesn't take prizes. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, it's a really good strategy. Uh, we've learned a lot this season coming back. A lot of new players just don't know how to manipulate and manage time very well are at you, all are you still salty about uh your last regional Subin? no no i'm not mad at those players they weren't slow playing me so no <laughs> um I'm uh, not at my local we've, we've seen now. it we've seen it every we've seen it everywhere though like we've seen it at uh slc we've seen it at jersey this weekend we've seen it at indy we'll see it in vancouver with first timers there i'm sure it's the same situation and issue in australia with uh, Perth and uh, the regional they did earlier in the season and uh, uh, Lille this past weekend too. So that's how I'm sure I was saying Lily the whole time. I was like Lily. It's Le it's Lille. I was corrected by uh, our friend Passman too. Oh, thank you. Though, to though I will say for time, um, I had three draws throughout the entire tournament where I was ahead, leading at least three three or so prizes up. And, you know, could have closed out those games. My last round, I needed one prize left. Uh, he had taken one prize. Um, time got called. He went into a, a stall, but we had gotten an extension because I don't know if it was an intentional cheat, but he added three cards for Arceus um, to go off. Um, called him on it. Got the judge over there. I took the He took the two prize penalty. And I let that slide. I probably could have said because he shuffled his, the cards into his hand. I didn't know what the third card was, um, but he had slid it down into play, and it was a balloon to go off with the B um, play. So mm -hmm. he discarded with Ultra Ball, um, put out Drizzle, uh, put out uh, Sobble onto the board, and suddenly, like this magical uh, balloon came out of nowhere, and uh, air balloon, 
And I'm like, oh, wait sorry, no. Yeah. Wait, wait a second. I'm sorry, no. <laughs> so I let him take the two prize penalty, thinking like I could take that, you know, in time. But then he did his um, Inteleon, search his deck for like two minutes, scoop up, do it again, and try and just stall out time. So he wanted to make top 16 instead of letting me take top eight. <laughs> he said he searched the deck for two minutes. I just I don't oh, yeah. know what I'm looking for. I, it's in it's hmm. It's got to be something in here. Hmm. At, at that point, I can tell you, I would have said to call a judge again if that's the situation. Because judge, have... judges were sitting there watching, and, so I, I, and I and I and I knocked on the table, and I was like, "Judge," and then he finally like hurried up out of his deck and grabbed his cards, and then he went scoop up and did it again. Played again. So... Yeah, because you have you have a uh, after after your first like few searches of the game uh you have roughly 15 seconds per interaction on average uh to not have it considered stalling or slow play so yeah when you told me yeah. earlier that um you know you missed top eight because of a, a stupid tie i thought you meant like you know some other opponent you know some, some other player tied and then knocks you back i don't know it was your tie man that's yeah yeah so, so he was in, he had i was at, i was at i was at this, and I'm gonna go through my deck. 29 mat yeah i was at 29 match points needed the win to get 32 match points I would have ended up in with in fourth fourth seed going in. Oh, man, that's still that's still impressive for like your first time back into a big event like this, Mike. I'm sorry that it, it didn't. Oh no! Work out I, the way I mean, you I, I, to, I did great. I did great. Uh, I like what I played. I like how I played. Um, you know, a lot of you know minor little game errors go. Um, you know, trying to be good sport. Um, had a lot of people get salty and call judges when they're getting too owed um <laughs> that were well-known players um but you know they have the right to call a judge if they feel you know my gameplay wasn't as solid as they'd like you know not keeping my my field as neat as possible showing all energies stuff like that so i mean i felt really good conscious like my 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 gameplay gameplay over the day plus how I interacted with people I feel really good about. Okay, I've been playing locally a, a lot recently, Subin, and I've been there for about two months now, and I'm starting to become known as the the slow player guy. Oh, well, I mean, you are <laughs> old, so it's just a part of the whole process. Jeez. No, I I just I, I like to map out what I'm doing in my mind, and then I look and I. I know I can play this game decently because I look at something like, you know, during my opponent's turn, I'm like, okay, next turn I do this, that, this. It's my line of play. And what throws me all the way off is like I'll top deck something and then I'll forget my whole line of play. And I'm like, wait, what was I doing? What was my plan here? Just off of top deck. But if I, you know, just based on what I, have in, uh, what I have in hand or what's going on on the field, I'm like, okay, this, 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 that. The top deck throws me off. I'm like, what? And then... I, I I become a slow player guy because I have to sit there, think about it again, contemplate. So basically, Gazer, the GPS in your head, you drop a turn and it goes recalculating, recalculating, <laughs> every, every recalculating. Time. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I mean, with so many routes of play, I mean, I could understand it, Gazer. I mean, well, I mean, Mike. The sad thing about it is, I only play one deck. I only have one deck in real life. I mean, I have a couple more now, but he, I only have one decent deck in real life. He plays single strike. Come on, man. <laughs> Don't let, come on. Oh man, yeah, I've seen, I've seen that. Um, your single strike with uh, just Urshifu and uh, Umbreon, right? It has, it has good matchups. I beat down Arceus's. I beat down 
uh, Muse. It has I can I can proudly say that as an Arceus player, I've never lost to a single strike Umbreon. Sound like so you need to play me then. All day, every day. <laughs> He'll be able to say that same statement over again, Gazer. <laughs> I'm uh... my 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 infinite Dunsparce will it'll 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 be there. What do you play? Um, do you play yeah. Rod? No, I can I can just play Clara three. Uh, uh, I can play down Dunsparce three times, and I, that's all I need. I hate Dunsparce so much. I hate it. <laughs> but uh, Subin, is it about that time, man? It's time for uh, some stonks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I have uh, I have a hot take statement kind of thing. But Mike's giving no, the hot no, takes say, today. Say, say, save me for the last. Wait, uh, I thought I give the hot takes, and then now Mike's giving the hot takes. Not 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 this time. So I guess I'll start it off then. So um. For songs, this is the, the segment where we uh, go through a few cards that we think are going to increase in playability-wise or price-wise during you know the next few uh, weeks or so. Um, some come to fruition, others uh, don't happen at all. My my take, what I'm, what I'm seeing in songs this time, with the new set coming out uh, this week, Astral Radiance, and the Revival Dark Patch, I see Hoopa V. And we, you were just talking about it, Mike. You said you would pull it out of your deck if you you know had to take a card out. I see Hoopa V uh, being played more because you can charge it up in one turn. It takes out those Mews. It takes out any Urshifu that are lingering around. I, I just, I think it hits for good weaknesses right now. The the uh, the, the attack is kind of a drawback. You have to put, was it 30 or 40 on one of your Pokemon? 30. 30. 30. So 30. It's, 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 it's a downer, but I just think with Dark Patch, Hoopa V, and just Dark in general can, uh, you know, make a little, uh, not, not a resurgence because Dark's been played a lot, but I, I just see it getting stronger. Uh, two other cards I see, and I'm big on this card that's coming out too, uh, Gardenia. And I feel like Gardena can splash into any deck and, you know, power, you know, most anything. Not not so much as strong as Welder, because Welder drew you three cards and just, you know, there's decks based off Welder just didn't even run fire. But if you're going to run Grass, I think Gardenia can help out Delmai's VMAX and the Zarude that hits for a 220. Or is it 240? 240. 240. Yeah, 120 plus 120 yeah, if it's oh any God. other Delmai's yeah. is the bane of my existence, bro. Like, on PTCGO. What's wrong with Delmai's? I mean, it... The, I I just get stomped by it. It's just like they get these amazing starts, and I get stomped by it. So I mean, yeah. If if Del if if you want to go run Delmise, please do. I mean, I'll I'll, I'll scoop. Wait till Gardenia comes out. You you'll definitely be uh in some trouble then. You'll be like, I'm out of here. <laughs> but no, I'm um, looking forward. To yeah, it. I feel like Delmise VMAX for hitting that two that uh two forty, and even if you're hitting the VMAX next turn, you're just a uh, swinging chain, or you can smack something on the bench. They have a sobble out single sobble. Whack, just hit it with the chain. I'm, I'm gonna start beating sobs with chains in a couple days, man. Just uh. yeah, if uh, yeah. if you if you don't have mana fee in your deck, uh, oh, if you yeah. start seeing a lot of Delmise, that might be time to uh, that's, shove that's that true. in there again. The thing. I, I made that call what like three weeks ago, four weeks ago. It's, I don't remember. It's gonna but happen. You did, yeah. It's gonna happen. Yeah. No, it's gonna happen. But uh, yeah, I like Zerud too. I that's the uh, I only have like three decks made in real life. One of them is Zerud Delmise. Just uh, I'll let you know how it does uh, this Wednesday when I play. But Michael, cool. I'm excited to hear about your O3 drop. <laughs> <laughs> but um, Michael, Michael, uh, what, what's your last name? Pinata. Pin, uh, oh, oh my God, Michael. Uh, <laughs> Piaga. But yeah, yeah. But uh, I'll, I'll go. I'll, I'll go. I'll go with Pinata. What do you have for us for stuff? Uh-huh. Anything? Any cards? So, I see the format for the next three months kind of going like this. <clears throat> People still playing a little bit of fighting here and there um to start off with and then they realize that you don't need to hit for weakness and you can just play a much more consistent deck like palkia who can still hit those numbers 
you can still play Arceus and Mew is still going to be heavily played. Um, I don't see much of any dark decks really doing anything. Um, so you'll see the you see the grass decks doing well here and there randomly, um, especially with additions of I forget what that new V is out of this new set that, that goes really well with uh, does what one hundred and two two twenty for three energy put one back in your hand. Are you talking about a yeah, Lilligant. I see Lilligant yeah. doing doing a little bit, especially having like supporters like that to where you can kind of just uh, get a fresh attack going right off the rip um, and drawing two cards, attaching energies. I mean, it's a great card. I mean, it's Welder-esque. Mm -hmm. But you say you don't think Dark is, uh, is getting a, a boost here. No. The Dark being weak to grass oh, is what kind of puts it behind. Mike, not all Dark Pokemon are weak to grass, man. All the new ones are. Yeah, all the new ones are. That's true too. But still, you you got some, you got some takes today. But uh, Subin said he has the major takes. Subin, uh, take it away. What what card is on the rise in your opinion? Actually, I don't want to talk about a specific card. What do you, huh? I, I want to tell people to stop buying pre-sales on TCG Player and other websites. Oh. Stop. Stop, stop pre. Up the price. Stop pre-buying cards at hyperinflated prices. You always see this happen. Always. You see these cards. Oh, pre-release. Oh, cool. This is this this alternate art uh origin form Dialga. It's $150. Oh, woohoo. And then like in three weeks, it's probably gonna be like a $50 card. It's gonna lose more than 50% of its value. Uh you look at these dumpster fodder V's that we've gotten over the past two wait, years wait. of the Sword and Shield era. And, uh, like, if you look at, like, let's go back to Sword and Shield base set. Keldeo V. Keldeo V. Yeah. Pre-sold pre around $10. My bro, I could buy those things for $0.50 cents a piece right now. Yeah, and true. sure, you know, it's it, it, that's out of print and it didn't matter. But, like, after a few weeks of that set being a thing, that card was a dollar. That card was a dollar. We look at uh look at look at last set, Brilliant Stars. Raiko. Raichu. Pre-sold five, eight, ten dollars. You can you can buy them both under two dollars now. Darkrai. Let's look at uh this new set. Darkrai pre-sales for the V Star is between thirty and forty dollars. You've heard us every episode say Darkrai is going to fall flat on its I, face. I agree. You've seen it perform once in a Japanese tournament months after its release, and yet you still want to pre-buy it at thirty to forty dollars a piece when it's probably going to be an eight dollar V Star in 10. two and a half weeks said tops. Eight? I said ten. Wow, it's a it's a popular it's a popular it's a popular Pokemon. Look at Rayquaza. Look at Rayquaza. Uh, look at how how hyped everybody had Rayquaza up. They pre-sold forty forty fifty dollars. Alternate art pre-sold super high. And I mean, yeah, sure, alternate arts, they're an outlier to a lot of this uh, in general. But the the low base rarity, uh, Vs, V-Stars, V-Maxes, just, just be smart with your money for once. Don't, you know, don't just shut up and take my money, uh, fry from Futurama meme everything before the set is officially released. 
yeah, well, you can go buy it at, at your hobby shops as of today. And you had two weeks of pre-release events, but it doesn't make the prices go any lower when only one-tenth of all the sellers on TCG Player can list the products. In order for you to be able to sell pre-sales on TCG Player, you have to have an average of 300 sales within a three-month period. You have to be a physical storefront. You know how many people that alienates from selling these cards? A lot. You know how many people that, that screws over in the end? A lot. Stop buying in advance from from Full Grip. Stop buying in advance from TCG Player. Stop buying in advance from the Game Capital or uh, uh, Toy Wiz or any of these big stores. Just stop doing it. All right, I'm done. I'm done ranting. Toy, Toy Wiz is still around. Oh Toy Wiz is still around. Yeah, oh, yeah. They were, I remember them back in the day were some of the highest prices you could buy cards at yeah them uh pro play games uh ultra reality games all these stores um are they're guilty of it they're 100 percent guilty of it and it's free money for them it's 100 percent free money stop giving these people free money uh make it harder for them there you have it steuben with uh his stonks uh man so... also okay, that, was more like, that... that was more like stomps just straight that... stomping stomping stomps. it down to add to that Stop buying PTCGO codes at a damn dollar a piece. Here he goes. I'm done. <laughs> you want to touch on that a little bit more, Sue? Go ahead. Um, oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, Astro Radiance drops in PTCGO and L tomorrow. Um, or today, if you're listening to this on Spotify, or yesterday, if you watch this on YouTube. Right. And um, stop going to card cavern and po town and all these stores that are charging you 99 cents to a dollar oh but don't forget your favorite creators five percent off say, code five, yeah i was gonna say that i say five percent off five bro that's a nickel i know <laughs> that's ridiculous it's not it's not worth it we're like you got the small people who are selling them so much cheaper i mean and... i might i might get hate for this but don't ask your streamers your who think, you know, they're just like all these godly players, don't ask them to scoop because you just, you know, went off game one, completely gone off game two. Don't ask them to scoop. They get butthurt. So stocks are turned into uh, just telling us how you really feel. That's, this is fine. I love, <laughs> I love this. Um, so since we're putting the stuff out there, let me just say this. Uh, I need everyone who's listening to this right now, and I need for you, Steuben, and you, Mike, and anyone in, in the on this it's on this live stream right now, listening to this on uh, Spotify or YouTube, to stop disrespecting Single Strike. That's what I need you guys to do. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Also, buy our merch. <laughs> buy our Gust of Wind merch. That's right. We have Gust of Wind merch. Uh, search in the for, uh, yeah, link link will be <laughs> in the description. description. Uh, if you're if you're looking at this from the first couple of days or listening, uh, there's a promo code through Spring that'll be attached for twenty percent off, where we still keep one hundred percent of the proceeds. So uh, keep an eye out for that. Yes, yes. Um, but no, Sue, so if you'd like I, to wear I, wear I our face on our faces, but you know, wear our logo. Gust of Wind. It's a nice logo. So you did really well on that one, man. Good job. But no, um, I, I was at pre-release and I messed around and bought a uh, freaking Halucha, Radiant Halucha for like nine bucks. Was that? Was that oh, too you, much? you, yeah, it's gonna be like two bucks, dude. You think so? Yeah the uh, the number breakdown 
is uh, there's there's at least 1.7 radiant Pokemon per box. Yes, that's true. There's, yeah, you're right. So they're not that rare. Was it four radiants, right? There's three. There's three. three. Oh, geez, then you're right. Sheesh. Heatran. Um, well, I'm actually. That'll be a dollar. Greninja <laughs> might be the most expensive clocking in between five. I think right now pre-sale prices are like $9 already. They've come I've down pretty hard. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Well, last week. I've seen pre-sales at like 15 bucks. Yeah, and then as of today, they were $9. Okay. And by by Friday, when uh, the set officially drops, it'll probably be a 3 to $5 card tops. So I overpaid for Hallucia. It's okay. I put them in my deck already. I'm actually much more excited about the Pokemon Go set. And playability cards that, you know, can have some crazy playability combos. Oh, that ditto. The ditto. The Mewtwo, the ditto, the Pokestop Stadium. Like, oh man, there's so much playability and just creativity. No, it sucks. It does. Melmetal VMAX is basically a Grimmsnarl VMAX. I looked at that the other day. I was like, wait, I, I did the math. I was like, wait a minute. You like Grimstar? Wait, wait a minute. Yeah. You, you know, the meme wait where it's second. like, Hey, can I, can, you know, the meme where it's like, Hey, can I copy your homework or whatever? Yeah, just make it's it literally different. that. Just, yeah. <laughs> they just changed the type. Yeah. Like, I, I noticed that too. I was like, wait a second. It's the I, same. I see V. I like V star being played. Uh, just going and blowing yes. 120 on three V's yes. and then going, all your V's are one hit away from dying. And, then I just go random Urshifu, ping two of them. Random Urshifu, <laughs> out of nowhere, surprise Urshifu. Oh, yeah. What? Where'd that come from? Yeah. But you're you're saying that we're gonna see like a uh, psychic Urshifu deck? Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, so All right. you need is one psychic energy and a colorless. We'll hold you that, to it. For that V star. The Pokemon Go set drops in uh this summer, right? July July first, allegedly. Hey, let's get it. But um. Yeah, pre- as soon as I get it, like pre, like maybe a week week ahead of time. Um, but it all comes in like those horrible ETBs, tins, uh, box sets. So, so it's going like, to be like, high yeah. prices, just high, like high prices. Yep. Like yep. And again, yeah. like I said five minutes ago, stop buying the damn pre-sale prices. There he goes. <laughs> let people open product. Let the prices equalize. It'll be yes, high prices, crazy. but not as bad. Remember how crazy things were when Celebration dropped? Yeah, and then look at it now. Other than other than Charizard, Umbreon, and Magikarp, like they're all worthless. Yeah, when Celebration shopped, I was like, "Wow, just okay." And people were losing their minds over it. Uh, Shining Face, I can kind of get that one. I get behind Shining Face a little bit, but Celebration's like, "Wow, meh, meh." Um, man, I think that does it for this uh, this episode. This is episode eight. We had a Mystic. No, we, well, we have we have we have one more thing to do. Oh, okay. We, right. we have chat Q and A. Oh, I forgot. Uh, and, and and the shout outs and all that kind of stuff. So we only have one question, and this is from Belf. Of of course, it's from Belf. Shout out to Belf. Uh, do you think the European regional this weekend uh, out in Lille will adapt to the results from Secaucus? Uh, the answer is yes, because America is the best. don't take take that out of context um honestly like american events have more top-notch players on average anymore and the attendance is a lot higher yeah so it just feels more weighted that the uh the metagame results of anything in north america uh, is just more important on the global scale of events 
Um, we've seen, you know, like how Urshi has done better in Europe, but it's kind of fallen on its face in the Western, you know, territories compared to that. So, I, I mean, online events are going to probably be all over the place this week with uh, new set stuff. So, you just got to take it with a grain of salt that uh, North American events just weigh more upon the community than European and Australian and South American ones do. I'm wondering real quick. Yeah, I totally agree with that. that. Since you mentioned it, I'm wondering if uh, what's going to be the first online event to have uh, Astro Radiance like legal play? It's not going to be something, late night. Something, something literally like, tomorrow. tomorrow. Late night tomorrow. Yeah. It can't be late night, though. It's too soon. It's going to be something yeah. else. What do you think? No, it'll be late night. People will have it. Guaranteed people will have it. Yeah, people are I mean, already sweating it up right now. I have I have 20,000 points waiting to open up packs, but I can't open them up for, what, another week? But, uh, Friday, you know, Friday. people are going to have tons of codes. Friday. People are going to have tons of codes tomorrow. I have about... They'll, put, they'll, they'll see Palkia tomorrow on the top. I have about 25 codes. Stupid, how many do you have? I have just shy of 100 because I, I haven't actually... Mama, yeah, mama, yeah, mama. Yeah. Shut up. If I worked at a card shop, too. I well, no, so... The Emily and I both played in pre-releases, and I got free product for running the two of them. Not a lot. And then uh, the leftover packs that we didn't sell from the one that we ran at work, the owner cracked uh, for his own personal collection, and he just gave me the codes. Subin, if you need more codes or more pre-release cards, man, I have uh, two uh, Astro Radiance building battle boxes here. I'm, I'm, I'm $80 good. Piece. If I... If... If I need more codes, I'm going to go to FurionsPokemon.com and use oh. code Steuben for 10% off. Isn't there a second code word you can use there as well? Yeah, Texas Brown. Oh, okay. Also, code word <laughs> Gazer, if anyone's wondering. If you're also looking for codes for Astro Radiance, which drops uh, tomorrow, if you listen to this on, uh, well, I guess today, if you listen to this on Spotify or dropped yesterday, if you listen to this on YouTube, head over to Lone Star Pack Breaks as well. Use code word Gazer there or at FurionsPokemon.com and save 10% both ways. Or use code word Steuben too, I guess. Um, Subin, Mike, any other shout outs we need to talk about? Uh, oh, wait, we have a second question. Out. Oh, all right. We have a second question. Uh, this one comes from Nixter. Um, do you believe we're in the format where games are decided in the first two or three turns of a game? Mike, what are your thoughts on that? Uh, depending on how each player starts up, if one player starts off stronger and the other person does not get up there one or two key cards that need to hit the field like Arceus decks um then yeah games are really decided within the first two two turns i mean yeah. you can tell pretty much from mm -hmm. uh turn two if you're gonna lose and hope your opponent just bricks after that and that's that's all you can really do yeah. uh it's it's not fun if you want a prime example watch the uh official regional stream of the finals Brick, real turn, uh, never gets that up, and you just lose the game. Yeah. So, I mean, even watch the from Secaucus finals. From experience, I think we all can speak to that. Times where you know we just we get a slow start, we miss you know miss something on a turn, and just missing that one turn, it's a wrap after that. You know, you don't necessarily lose in two to three turns, but the game is almost decided in two or three turns. Like you're like it's tilting their way, they have all the momentum. I'm gonna lose this in the next three turns. You know, I didn't lose just right away, but I'm still gonna lose this in about three to four turns. So it's over. Um, and that, that's always a key much. thing of uh, no one to scoop. True. Save yourself some time so you can actually play two two more full games. Yeah, if not, you end up being the slow player like uh, I'll be like I'm becoming. So. Eesh. Oh my god. See, when we have a third right. question, actually, it wasn't using a uh, the channel point redemption, but uh, you want to read that one? No, we've answered that question every week. 
Uh, we've talked about it today already. Go back and watch all the previous episodes. Hey, thanks for being here. Uh, anyways, welcome to the shout-out portion of the stream. Mike, the floor is yours. Any shout-outs you want to give anybody out in the community? Uh, any plugs for yourself or anything that you plan on doing? And uh floor is yours. Go for it. Um, no shout-outs for the community. Um, being a little bit newer to it, but shout-out to my Twitch channel. Um, I stream Limitless Tournaments um for now um i i enjoy you know any of the competitive aspect and questions that get asked on my channel about the game um new players always welcome and that's majestic af mike yep mystic is mike that's right majestic af mike majestic af mike over to twitch.tv um steuben what do you have to say Anyone you want to shout uh, out? Anything? That, that's it. Uh, yeah, shout out to you, Gazer, for uh, you know constantly screwing everything up. Whoops, a doodle. Sorry about that. <laughs> um, no, I'm playing. Uh, but no, uh, no, that's it. Uh, again, big thanks to everybody who's uh, supporting me on my YouTube journey. You're doing very as well. As we're man. just starting to get you. rolling. Um, and I just... uh, wherever you guys are, shout out to you guys. I mean, for having really cool channels and you know always having an entertaining stream. I awesome. Appreciate I appreciate that, it, man. Appreciate that, man. But yeah, I guess we're wrapping this up. Um, Stupid, you want to take it away? Yeah, uh, thanks for watching the Gust of Wind podcast or listening to it or uh, I hopefully you enjoy the Braille transcription if that's for you. That comes out um, Friday, by the way. Yeah, that comes out Friday uh, on uh, the the first of the month. Uh, when I, I don't know, I, I don't <laughs> make sure make sure you get uh, you, you know that. Uh, that limited print run of that while it's available, but now uh, Augusta Wind merch available uh, on Spring, and uh, there's a promo code for twenty percent off. All that'll be in the descriptions of the episode and uh, YouTube description and all that nonsense. And of course, uh, don't forget to leave us a like, a comment, and or potentially subscribe on YouTube. And if you're on Apple or Spotify. Mm -hmm. We would very much love it if you left us a review. Please. And if you leave us a five-star review, I will read it out loud here on the pod and give you a massive shout-out. Personal shout-outs for leaving a five-star review. Hey. No, I can't, I, can't, I can't tell you to leave a five-star review, but I can say if you do those things, I will do those things too. I don't like the way that sounds. What if I leave a five-star review? I will throw it away. Okay, well, moving on. Um, you guys, that's it. Gust to Win Podcast. Episode 8 is over. Shout out to um, Mike Pianca. Appreciate you, Steuben. Appreciate you, man. Let's do this again next week. Um, we are out of here.